reckon that should do it. I'm not sure this was the safest place to come and do maintenance on the randomizer, but I don't think anybody's... Oh! Oh, spoke too soon. Caught you again, you deceitful boy. What was he doing, Zelda? Filling his mind with triviality. Triviality? Yes. Oh, hardly that, Zelda. No, I just thought it'd be nice to let you press the button on the randomizer today. I wanted to make sure it was in working order before I asked you. What is it, Zelda? More important is what it contains. That's right. Every Jerry Anderson feature film and television episode ever made. Uh, do I need to tell you how to operate it? Of course you do, you gurgling idiot. Oh, okay. Well, really, you just have to press that button right there and... Enough! Okay. Perhaps I can use my own powers. Be still. I must concentrate. Well, that's quite impressive. Well done, Zelda. Keep your filthy tongue to yourself. I didn't... Oh, oh, never mind. Uh, okay, Zelda, if you'd care to examine the printout. I can see nothing from this scroll. Just tell me. Oh, okay, let's take a look. Well, it's an episode from a series about a security force defending the human race from attacks by Martians. The accursed Terrorhawks. Uh, well, no, you see... We are the sole inhabitants of Mars. Yes, but there is that uh, other lot, the, uh, the Mysterons. But not for much longer. Oh, okay. Well, before you declare war on the Mysterons, let's get on and watch Captain Scarlet, Spectrum Strikes Back. And then we'll take you apart to see what makes you tick. Oh, good. <laughs> Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name, Captain Scarlet. Well, this is a, uh... This is an odd pick for the randomizer today, considering that, uh, last week in Attack of the Tiger with Joe 90. I was mentioning this one quite a bit, and now it's come up. I swear this is not planned. I swear I have better things to do than go through the list of randomizer episodes and pick ones that have the same word appearing in them uh, multiple times, which we'll get into. It's just one of those very odd um, things. But uh, yeah, I definitely have better things to do than... Uh, and select episodes based on, on things like that. Admittedly, not many better things to do, but better things nonetheless. Anyway, here comes Rhapsody Angel returning to Cloud Base. Um, this shot of the Angel Interceptor landing, we only see a couple of times in the series, I think. Um, first in Operation Time, which this episode is going to call back to quite a bit. Oh, Rhapsody has just landed. Mm, we're off duty, Symphony. Oh, lead me to that room of sleep. Oh, room of sleep mention. Four hours on, four hours off is sure tiring. Thank goodness for the room of sleep. Melody and harmony. I guess they're still changing. Hmm. Well, this is off to a rollicking start. There she is. Hello, girls. What's the news? My fave. Hello, Rhapsody. No news. Things are very quiet. Well, with Colonel White, Captain Blue, and Captain Scarlet away, I hope they stay quiet. Are Destiny and Symphony sipping um, sherry there? Angel One is not manned. All right, Lieutenant. They will be right there. SIG. Does anyone know where they've gone? Top security. Some special assignment, I guess. 
So yeah, everyone on Cloudbase is a bit confused. Where are Scarlet, Blue and White? Um, I think that scene's only there to uh, to give Liz Morgan, Cy Grant and Jana Hill uh, their lines for the week. I also, um, uh, well, I'd not like, but I ponder about the fact that uh, the Colonel's desk is unmanned. Is Green in charge? Because I would have thought he would leave either Grey or Ochre in charge. Would it have taken that much to dump one of those puppets behind that chair? Smell that air. Anyway. Wonderful. Well, we'd better move on. Oh, we're early. Scarlet and Blue are on safari. Yeah, I guess you're right. In their colour-coded safari gear. Ah, peace. And there is a slight subtext of um, no one for miles. Maybe they're on a a sort of date here. They do seem quite cosy with each other. Almost, not not an actual date, but almost to the point of one of them making a move. Just listen to those birds. Ah. And he moves close and puts his arm around him. Oh no, maybe he won't, because a man with a hunting rifle has got his sights set. Squarely on, well, he started with Captain Blue's heart, but uh, nah, let's not risk that. Let's aim right for Captain Scarlet's forehead. And although obviously we later discover this guy is a good guy, we know those guns are loaded. So if he'd uh, slipped while um, draped over that pile of rocks, he could have blown Scarlet's brains out. I don't think anyone would have minded because, after all, he's indestructible. Colonel White would have put it down to Scarlet being too impetuous or something. While your pathetic attempts to discover our secret. Oh. But you will. So, no actual threat this week as such. You will never solve the mystery of the Mysterons. Huh? Huh? Oh, come on, that's a good one. We spent hours thinking that one up. Oh dear. Mystery of the Mysterons. Well, someone had to make that joke sooner or later. Just glad it wasn't me. Oh, come on, buddy. We better get moving. I'm not your buddy, friend! Pass me that rifle, will you? <laughs> Hold it right there. I'm coming down. Don't try anything. Back to reality. Yeah. Oh, their date is ruined. I like blue shades there. Game reserve? Yes. My name is Panther, and this is Mr. Bear. Cut to confused look from guard. We hear they serve a fine lunch at the hunting oh. lodge. Well, that's right. It's about a mile down the track, and uh, good hunting. Thank you. And speaking of food, I actually, uh, I'll let you in on a really interesting fact. I was going to record this episode last night, and then I didn't, because, uh, I, I don't know, I, I tend to record randomizer episodes in the morning, uh, I, I can't. I don't think I can do them on a full stomach. I'm not as keen to um, to be silly uh, on a full stomach. So uh, yeah, that's an interesting fact. I could have done it then, but I didn't. More coffee, Mr. Lyon? No, thank you. I'll take another cup, waiter. Yes, sir. So there's the world president with some other gentlemen in a uh, a lodge in the woods. Well, not the woods. In this uh, safari park reservation thing, and there's Colonel White. In his little car. Ah. Uh, which, I mean, there's no reason for White to have arrived at this um, Good morning. lodge separately from Blue and Scarlet, other than that... Uh, and I can get a good lunch at the hunting lodge. That's right, sir. You're expected. 
Good hunting. He probably just stole their car, just for a laugh. One of his, uh, one of his Colonel White japes. I love as well the security post. It's like um, there's there's n- no borders on either side. It is just a little shed and a little raised gate that anyone could just drive straight round. Nobody has to stop. I had him in my sights, but then it's funny. I just couldn't bring myself to pull the trigger. I know what you mean, sir. Mm. We at Spectrum are often uh, faced with such situations. And I can tell you I get some great shots. Well, you can at least show the doubters a photo of the one that got away. We don't like shooting people. It's icky. Sounds as if another guest has arrived. Yay. And who could this be? Well, it's going to be the guy we just saw drive up, obviously. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, Tiger. Ah, there it is. Yes, that was why I kept mentioning it in Attack of the Tiger last week. Security post 14, SIG. I think Joe gets away with using it slightly uh, more successfully, uh, not just for the fact that he's a kid. Security check complete, sir. Thank you. It's not so much seeing the colonel use it. Well, gentlemen, shall we go down? Ah... There's, there's, um, there's innuendos and doublentendres all over the place with this. Uh, yes. Hello, Tiger. Shall we go down? And here's our lodge, descending beneath the surface, very, very, very slowly. And of course, these being Captain Scarlet puppets, they're not really moving, so we have almost nothing of interest here house still going down oh, we seem to be arriving in some kind of uh, holodeck kind of looks like a holodeck the uh, the grid pattern on the walls and uh, this is probably a good time while we are descending to mention the fact that this uh, is the was the very first episode of any Anderson show I believe that uh, I ever managed to record onto VHS back in the days of, of VHS's um, I could never afford like official retail releases so I had to make do with a few um, scattered collections of episodes recorded off TV this was the very first episode I recorded off TV of any Anderson show so I have some nostalgic memories of this one I remember it quite fondly but um, the quality of the episode itself doesn't really deserve those fond memories and you know, case in point, this lodge. It looks really nice. It's really well designed. I like the idea of let's do an episode in a completely different setting, but the the, the construction and this lodge, the way it's used, I mean, the lodge has lowered into the ground. The part that the bartender was on has now raised back up with the rest of the house, and now a replacement floor has been fitted. It's very... Well, I, would, I, I hesitate even to say cool looking because this is, even for an Anderson show where you expect this kind of stuff, this is overly elaborate and uh, as we'll later discover, the story requires it to be over elaborate, otherwise we don't really have a story but there's no reason why they can't just walk downstairs. May I welcome you to the conference room of the Spectrum Intelligence Agency? Except that they can't walk, obviously Space General Peterson, Colonel White Captain Scarlet Captain Blue we all know what the Mestrons are trying to do. Theirs is a war of revenge. I'd love it if someone said, no, I don't. I live in this underground lodge all my life. ...assess our knowledge of the Mestrons and to demonstrate the latest devices developed for use against them. Dr. Giadello, 
Thank you, World President. Uh, we at SIA have been working to... So this man is uh, one of the leading engineers and technicians in Spectrum's fight against the Mysterons. Needed. Uh, firstly, a Mysteron detector, and secondly, a Mysteron gun. Let us consider the gun first. Because mm, you know Spectrum agents like their guns. There it is! The anti-Mysteron gun. Gentlemen, if you'll gather around. So vital to the series that it learned that the one thing never appeared again. Agent is high voltage electricity. It's a kind of cool design, but it's very bulky. And with this knowledge, the rest was relatively easy. Yeah. The principle is simple. Mm -hmm. A beam of electrons are produced by the electrodes. Okay. These are concentrated by the. Oh, I think I saw a finger there. I think I saw a puppeteer's finger. Reflector barrel. What sort of range does it have? We anticipate something like 50 yards. But we don't know. We don't really care. Begin immediately. Your men should have this equipment in a matter of weeks. That's great news. <laughs> oh, sucker. You're not going to get any of these. ...demonstration of the Mysteron detector. Captain Indigo? Yes, sir. Bring down the C-38 detector. Yes, sir. Why didn't you already take it down with you? You had the gun down there. Why not take the detector down? Well, it's because... Captain Indigo, a vitally important member of Spectrum that we have never seen before, needs to be delayed in going down. Who is it? So that he can answer the door. Who could it be? Again, I do like the idea that the Mistrons, even though Spectrum have gone to all this trouble to go out into the middle of nowhere for this meeting, the Mistrons can still track them down. Blacks at the door. And Indigo is dead! Not Captain Indigo! Oh no, and now they're mistronizing him. I mean, you know, you think back to all the, the great Captain Indigo moments, and you realize this is only his second scene. Yeah, so. You know what to do. Again, I would have loved it if he'd said, nope, no idea. Yes, I know. What I must do. I love the venom Gary Files puts into that voice. No one else can say those words as chillingly as him. Uh, and a few of the cast do try through the course of the series, but he nails it. As in the case of the gun, the principle of the detector was discovered by chance. And this was interesting to me as a kid. You will explain, Colonel White. Certainly. In the attempt on General Tiempo's life, we found that the Mistran agent... Dr. Magnus was impervious to X-ray. Because, as I said, this was the first episode I ever recorded, but uh, Operation Time, the, the, the episode they are directly referencing there, I had never seen. I had missed that broadcast, so I was a bit confused. What are they mentioning? This was a thing that... Shall we, Colonel? It's so unusual for this show to directly mention specific incidences like that. Certainly. And... Thank you, Captain. It was just like, oh... What, what what was that? When did I... See? Oh, right, it's that episode that I missed. And I managed to miss it, actually, both times the BBC broadcast Captain Scarlet in the 90s. I missed one episode from each run, and it was that episode both times. Press this button and pull so. But here's our Mr. On Detector. And unlike the gun... X-rays have been able to penetrate, showing Colonel White is not a Mr. On. I'm relieved to hear it. Oh, uh, Colonel's in a jolly mood this week. Yeah, this is a very, very nice design for the Mistron Detector. My turn, eh, Doctor? This was a machine that obviously did last through the series, which again only raises the question of what happened to the gun. Um, 
But yeah, this is a lovely design. I like that they kept it around. I like that it's um, it's just so useful and so practical. For Captain Scarlet. Oh, yeah. Unlike the gun, this actually seems like something agents could use in the field. We all know the unique circumstances surrounding Captain Scarlet. But let's make him cry by repeating them at him again. One of which is that he is impervious to X-ray. I also like these live-action insert shots of the uh, the Mister on Detector. I love that they built a full-size Mister on Detector. Amazing. And I would love one. I would love a replica Mister on Detector. Can we get one from from 1612? Light. Is a screen necessary? No, it will work anywhere, even in total darkness. Discussions about X-rays. Yay. Oh, and Space General Peterson, who is generally useless throughout this story, has just taken a photo of Captain Indigo. And what's interesting as well is that uh, Space General Peterson is played by the same puppet who played Dr. Magnus. You've done an excellent job. I'd like to... It's an odd piece of casting that I'm sure... Well, I don't know. Someone might have noticed at the time. As in someone involved with the making of this, but... Uh, Oh, there it is. A nice glossy photo of... Colonel White, Captain Indigo is a Mysteron. Our Captain Indigo Mysteron. Yes, sir. Ah, so Scarlet's taking the gun. Sir, alert security. He's off after Indigo. This is a priority message. Code word ARC. Captain Indigo is in the hands of the Mysterons. Oh, no. Adam, I, I know you've worked with Captain Indigo for a long time, but try and keep it together, mate. You know, it's, it's, it's understandably very, very upsetting situation that your friend has fallen to the Mistrons, but, you know, try and keep it together. Oh, dear. So Indigo has not only removed the uh, key for the lodge, he set it in the down position. And Scarlet arrives just in time to see him scarper. He's taken a car. I'm going after him. Not sure what Indigo's long-term plan for escape was there, but regardless... Oh, dear. Get out of there, the lodge is coming down. We can't use the elevator when the lift mechanism is in operation. You must... <sighs> Captain Scarlet. The master key is in the console behind the bar. I already looked. It wasn't there. He must have taken it with him. I'll get it back. Out. So... There isn't much time. It's coming down pretty fast. We now have a situation where some of the most important members of Spectrum and the world president are about to be... Down there. Killed by one of their own buildings. Again, I, I spotted a puppeteer's arm there, lifting um, Dr. Giardello's hand to point. Yeah, this is this does not reflect well on Spectrum, especially when they've come to a meeting about new pieces of Spectrum security. They end up getting attacked by their own house. Oh, dear. And, oh, we can't use the lift. We can't use the lift. Why? I mean, if nothing else... Gives us an outside get, go into the lift. Get the doors open. Get the top off the lift. Climb into the shaft. Or just, I don't know, have a staircase. Have a blinking staircase. This thing is just a death trap. And it doesn't need to be. Except if it wasn't, we wouldn't have much of an episode beyond let's talk about x-rays. <laughs> And again, I, I think the last episode of Captain Scarlet I covered was Seek and Destroy, and I wasn't keen on that one. I think I said that aside from the Inquisition, that is my least favourite episode of the show. The nostalgia that I have for this one increasingly just doesn't 
protect it from the fact that even for a Captain Scarlet episode where the plotting is not always everything that it could be, this is a really daft setup. And I don't think the episode really brings enough to the table to work around that. Fast. Sometimes the show does. This time is not one of them. I suggest we get under the table. Yes. What will that do? They'll be crushed like matchwood. But it'll be fun. We can play some hide-and-seek. I also remember, um, as I said, this uh, episode was the first one I ever recorded on te off television. Um, that the VCR I recorded this on was... Um, I don't know if there was maybe some dirt on the, the, the VCR heads, but it was basically dying at that point. So there was a, a moment where on a shot of the lodge coming down the, the, the tape kind of cut to static for a, a few moments. It happened again on a, a later episode that I recorded uh, Shadow of Fear and then I think when I tried to record Inferno the thing just died completely and then we got a new VCR so never had that problem again Again, my VCR problems more interesting than uh, I'll draw his fire and hurry, time is running out a lot of what's going on here but we've now managed to ambush Indigo Thank goodness that this lodge is moving so slowly. We've only got a few minutes. Where's Scarlet and that key? He'll be here, sir. Because he doesn't want to have to explain to uh, everyone back on Cloudbase. Oh yeah, blue and white, they're jammed now. But I brought them back in this jar. Um, Dr. Fawn, is there anything we can do? Come and get me, Earth man. Oh. And again, you know, making this indigo chap a captain. Well, okay, but it, it's, again, it doesn't add a whole lot to the series aside from another color that we can add to the list because he's not in a captain's uniform. He doesn't do anything except I've got it. serve the drinks. Be careful. Don't go near him. I suppose you need someone in Spectrum to serve the drinks, but... Uh, I don't see why it merits the rank of captain. Hold it. Don't touch him. And also as a kid, I remember... Stand back! Because um, Ochre and Magenta were never like properly introduced by name as such... I was sure he was dead. This is the only gun that kills a Mr. On. Until next week, when that gun you've got there would work just as well. Yeah, um, as a kid, I and several of my friends we didn't quite understand how this worked because, um, I don't know, because we were only seeing the episodes once a week. We kind of thought, well, hang on, who's that guy in a brownish uniform? Captain Brown was blown to bits, so who's this brownish guy? And it was the same for me, actually, on first viewing with uh, with Captain Indigo here. I was thinking, well, hang on a second, have they killed that, that pink guy who was in, like, a couple of early episodes? Thankfully, no, they didn't mysteronize Captain Magenta. Just some nobody named Indigo. There he is. Oh. Looks like this is it, Colonel. Before we die, I just want to say... Yep. That, that, I mean, this is a fairly nasty way to potentially die. you got to say, being crushed by a house. But you've also got to say... <laughs> Why is there no failsafe for the unlikely of in the unlikely event that you are about to be crushed by your own house? Press this button. He did it, Colonel. 
He did it. And it won't crush you. The fact that it can only be operated from within the lodge. Oh, I don't know. This whole setup is just a nightmare. Um, not only for health and safety, but for, you know, dramatic sense. Oh. Gentlemen, all in all, I think we've had a frightening, but uh, nonetheless very satisfactory day. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? We had hoped to see the two new anti-mystron weapons, but in fact, we've had a practical demonstration of them both. And they've proved their efficiency. I'll second that. Well, Colonel, I hear they serve a fine dinner in the hunting lodge uh, above us. Yay! Who's going to write to Captain Indigo's widow? Anyone? No, no. We lost one of our loyal agents. Doesn't matter. Who's hungry? Poor Captain Indigo. We hardly knew ye, Captain Indigo. Nobody cares. Nobody's the least bit bothered. How do you feel, Mr. Bear? Full, Mr. Panther. Full. I mean, for all we know, they've just eaten his body. How was the duck? Oh, duck, okay. It should be. I shot it myself this afternoon. Oh. Thought you never went hunting. I used this. Look. Ah. Ah, so before he shot the duck, he scanned it with a Mistron detector. Just to make sure that it wasn't a Mistron, because you never know. That's one way they might get at you, by uh, Mistronizing your food. And, well, that was Spectrum Strikes Back. And I think I can tell by my uh, my waveform here that I basically haven't stopped talking. I, I'm sorry. If anyone loves that one, and that's brilliant. Yes, more power to you if you love that one. As I said, um, nostalgia aside, this one just as a story is oh, Tony Barwick no no Tony Barwick come on Th that one is just so flawed to the extent where you know you can you can overlook a few plot holes that's fine but the 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 whole intrinsic setup of the story is just ah, it hurts my brain to th just even ponder why spectrum would build a lodge that is just so clearly gonna kill them. It's just not a believable scenario, and it it kind of makes that whole um, you know feeling of here are these weapons we're we're progressing, we're developing the series. That's a nice touch. I love the the idea that we went out into a new location to do it, but just th this thing being a death trap. This episode is oh no! Take it away! Take it away!